Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. So I brought a special thing. Before you go into that now, uh, you were mentioning there that you reckon some uh, witch doctor or fucking homeless person told you that there are now an extra so so nine minutes of daylight every day. We've turned the corner and the new solstice has arrived. We are in the, the new, new the new solstice has arrived, and we're in the, and we are wa- awake. Solstice. Tommy, please don't. Solstice is what we say Solstice. Solstice. Did you ever go the winter solstice? Yeah. It's not solstice. They're the light bulbs you get in Aldi. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call it? It's solstice. It's solstice. 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 We are now. Too many letters in. uh, We are now facing. Let's say that hospital solstice. (laughs) Solstice. We are now facing a new spring. And a new sense of... Yeah, Hollis like. Street. <laughs> Where was the baby born? Oh, was Hollis Street. And we, and we welcome baby Emma, nine pounds, nine ounces, it's born in Hollis Street. Hollis Street. I was wondering where you were going. I was like, is it some sort of a psychiatric... Hollis Street. Um, Hector, one minute nine every minutes. day. Nine minutes. One minute nine every day. Every it's building no. one minute There are nine... Day. Where did you go for the solstice? I went to Hollister. <laughs> well, it was a Buffett Newgrange for the solstice. Um, nine minutes of new sunlight and new day is awakening us here as we go forward. I don't think that's true, Hector. No, it's that, one minute every day. Yeah, nine it's, minutes a day would no. be a lot. Yeah, it's but I think minute. nine minutes sounds much He's better. He's stuck on the 9th of January. No, but if you're putting on the dinner at five o'clock on a dark, danky old January evening and nine minutes a day like passing by. No, not nine minutes a day. It's not one minute every day. It's nine minutes per day for nine sevens right, and 63. Okay. 63 minutes of daylight awakens us in January as we forge through to the new spring. I, I don't think, okay. What? Yes. Okay, let's if just... it's a minute a day, should we be still asleep by May? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you raving I about? I felt as if I was a bear there lying in a so hang on, if it's a minute don't, a day, don't, let's not if it's a minute a day, it's, it's, it's half an hour a month. Yeah. So that means in five months, there'll be an extra two and a half hours yes. light. Yeah, but if it's... Which, not, oh, and there isn't, because there's more than two and a half hours. Exactly, it's not a minute a day, guys. So Maybe it's, it you, speeds up so as... You think it's what? You think it's, I think it's nine minutes a day. Nine we'll minutes a day is nine, se- nine, nine sevens. Nine sevens at 63. That's an hour a week. Yes. That's four hours a month. 
That's not possible. That's 40. 24 hours. By the time we get to May, there's no, we're living in fucking Iceland. There's 24 hours daylight. I was in a place called Oh, here we fucking go. Iceland. Here we fucking go. No, when you open your fucking mind. I'm going to, I haven't said it in a year and a half. You fucking sneering. Bastards. Open you the fucking mind. No, listen to me. I was in a place called Dawson City, which is way up in the Yukon. Next stop is Alaska. Yes. And at in the little motel saloon type place, there's no... Why has Deadwood gone off the fucking skybox? Dead. Deadwood. Don't I've started watching it. Deadwood, Tommy. I've started watching it. Cunt. <laughs> you got it. How many times did I say cunt in one episode? Stop. You, you got a droopy cunt face. <laughs> Why do they say that? You got two kings under there, but the reason you have a droopy cunt face is because I'm going to put my knife in you, you cunt. Why do it's... they like, is it just a, a programme about bad language? No. No, what it is, is the, um, a fella wanted to write something about the way civilizations are formed. The way uh, you start off with just a collection of individuals who are in a place because they can make money out of it or it benefits them in some way. Yeah. And it's about how, from that, a civilization starts, a society starts. So he originally wanted to write it about uh, Rome or Greece, and yeah. the TV company said no. But we can do it if we write if you write it about a Western. So he said, okay, let me try it with a, a town that has no laws because the Confederacy hasn't reached there just yet. And let's over the course of a few series watch how a society is formed. Oh, so they've all bad language at the start. No. Well, and the bad language is—it's it, based around the gold rush. So it's a town that—it's that, a town that's formed with the basis of money and gold. And everyone who comes into that town, yeah. they form a town. They have the first hardware store. They have the first church, the first school, the yeah. first pioneers. But they're all bad bastards. Yeah. And gold and money is at the centre. And, and, and whiskey and fucking language. Tramps. But seemingly back tramps. then, I when they tramps. When, He's mad for the tramps. language. I just—I would just—I would, I would, I would love to come in there. It's fourteen days, fourteen nights, maybe. Even in six weeks up in the hills with me dog just growing me beard and looking for gold and I find a lump and I come down I haven't seen anybody in about fucking 900 days and I go in and I go into the place and I fucking put the rock on the table yeah man gives me a fistful of dollars and I go up to the counter and I look up and there's a beautiful red haired tramp at the top of the stairs <laughs> What do you do? A randy red-headed tramp a randy and red red stockings and suspenders Stockings and suspenders and a bit of mascara and a glint in her Ribbon in her hair. And she says, well, Tom, <laughs> you going to come up to see me? And I say, give us one minute. And then I just go over and I, I, I get a little gold coin and I put it down on the pool table as a marker. <laughs> and then I go and have a few whiskeys and I go up to see this beautiful red-headed woman and she just gives me a good... She has to wash me first. It's a what they do. It was a big old bowl, bowl yeah, of tin bats. You, you have a bat because you, you couldn't just be coming off the mountain and expecting yes. a woman to be in any way generous towards you. So she, Tom, you coming up here for a bath? I say one fucking minute now. Will I swallow this whiskey? Oh, <laughs> and I spent I spent four days and four nights drinking all day, having scrambled eggs in the fucking in the little in this little shit hotel and, and A B be coming in day. and then AB be coming. I do appreciate your kind. And the dog is waiting for me the whole time just outside the saloon. And then after about four days, I just head back up the mountain. That's it. I but that's Deadwood. That. Deadwood. That's is who men are, Loretta. Ian yeah. McShane is one of the great. I mean, it's one of the great performances. If you love your yeah. westerns, you just have to get into Deadwood. No, I hate that. I and, the, and the rise of this town. And but the, it's gone off the skybox. 
I can't find oh, it. I wonder where she's gone. Probably bad language. You can probably only watch so it. So if you're thinking of Deadwood, I was above in Dawson City, right? Which yes. is it, it, it is de- it Dawson is Street. it is like going back in time. It's where the gold rush. The I Klondike. asked. I, I was watching Deadwood, and I said, I said to my beautiful red-headed wife, I said, "Who would you be in, in Deadwood? De- Deadwood?" Thinking now, my wife, as you all know, is a very, very capable, strong-minded woman, and I said, "Who would you be in Deadwood?" And I was hoping she'd say, "I'd be the redhead at the top of the stairs, waiting for you to give you an old scrub and a sea into and a sea into and fill you full of whiskey and love and send you back up the mountain." That's what I hope she'd be saying. And and she said, "I'd be the sheriff." <laughs> That's what she said. Totally isn't it? Isn't it quite funny, Rita? Yes. Uh, seven or eight weeks ago, I I lauded and applauded Deadwood on this, yeah. and there was no reaction. But now he's found Deadwood, and he's fucking completely it's in because we need to be cowboys. It's who I really am. We are cowboys at heart, and the sooner we get horses and just feck off for yeah. a few weeks, and the sin-eating, gold-looking. Who are loving Tramp of the Hills. Stop. I imagine coming out of a saloon and walking across a shit-filled street full of blackguards to win another saloon. Show me the way to the nice whiskey bar. And dust everywhere. Oh, and just just madness and batons and lads getting shovels across the head. You would last a West Week in us. We would. Fucking, we'd be legends. We'd be be fucking legends. legends. We would have a fucking stake above in the mountain. The Kyogen brothers and Tiernan operate. It would be the Tiernans and the Hockagons. The Kyogen brothers. We would have a master. Do we call it? They're big no. No, we put we put our two names together and we come up with a new word. What is it? Cheer and the Kyol. Yes. Cheer and the Kyol, the land of music. Yeah, boys. Because we'll, no. we'll be up there singing, digging for gold and singing. In a big country, dream stay with you like a lover's voice across the mountainside. Stay alive. <laughs> That's who we be. You'd be gone down. I never looked at the I never felt this way without a reason. It's over now. Uh, Larita, who would you be Elvis. in Deadwood? Who would you be? Well, I've never seen it, and I don't think I'd like to be living there. I think you'd be. I think you'd I'd be, be the whore at the top of the stairs. I don't think <laughs> so. Oh. I think you're too you're too ambitious for that. Right. I think you'd. I think you'd. Owe, you could be the the the, Salon, the saloon owner. Yes. Yeah. Well, what about the hardware store? You could open a hardware store selling Salon. pickaxes and shovels and, and nails. Agricultural stores think barbed wire, shovels, so what pickaxes. What kind of shops have they got there? They, they, see, they started an empire. They, they, they started. They, they town. wouldn't have a hospice. No, but they have hairdressers. <laughs> they have hairdressers. There's no hospice no, in Deadwood. You just no left. Need. You just left no, in the hill. There'd be no need for it. You could. What about the stables? You could look the local livery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could be getting the horses yeah. ready for off. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Deadwood's a fantastic. You could time. make your cowboy boots in eighteen sixty-three. Before yeah. that, anyway, tell us about your... So, I was in Dawson City, I'm just talking yes. about that. You're on about the natural Did it light. look like Deadwood? You're, yes, it, because it's just going back in time. It's like 15 hours from the middle of nowhere, and it's the, si- the Yukon's the size of Europe, and I stayed in this old-style saloon-type motel, and I looked out my window, come up to the room after a feed a drink, and Roscoe's in the room beside me, and it was all wooden and very cosy and western, and didn't the northern lights oh, shine wow. in the window... And I opened the curtains and I just, Beautiful. for the whole, it was 24 hours daylight and I saw the northern lights for the first it's time. It's like the sky is made of vapour trails. Oh man, it's and we're on, we're, on about nine, we're on about nine minutes of daylight. I mean, that's incredible what the northern lights do and it's all there for our, it's all there for the taking. Like well, you, you mean it was night time though? It was, it was, it was, day, it was daytime, there's no night time. Oh, there's far. no night You just time. see that it is night, it's three o'clock in the morning, but it's bright. Oh, yeah. But I saw the aurora borealis. 
chalk. That part of the nipple, is it? Chalk, <laughs> that, chalk <laughs> that down, Mr. Geography teacher. Yeah. Colm O'Rourke and Mr. Jordan. Two and a half years one, three years with the other. Yeah. The Aurora Borealis. Did you want to talk about tea or something? So so I brought this special yeah. little instrument here. So we can only An do instrument. it when we're drinking tea because in China, I was in a place called Chengdu and I was with a tea master. It's a stuffed frog. Do you have the crowbar where you've been no, into every fucking conversation? because I fucking have to tell you what I have to... Stop. I, well, that is so, the ugliest. So, you can't have a cup of tea without Hector saying, I'm lying. So, I so, so, this is the. This I have is, a fear of this frogs. Is, this is a lucky. I know a fellow who wrote a China woman. Did I tell you the story? <laughs> frog. <laughs> what did she do? That's how are you in Chinese? He was, um, he was over there and he had the opportunity to make love to some Chinese women. And he did. And I said, What was it like? As you would. Yeah. Would it be any different? Yes. He said, Their skin is very smooth. Right. That's all he said. Okay. Skin was very smooth. Very, very smooth. Do not strike me as women that have big breasts. It's not a competition. Okay. They're not, they're not better than you because they've got smooth skin. Okay. Just stop. Knockers are not everything. Everyone's yeah. got smooth skin. What do you think women in fucking it's Ireland It's not a knockers competition. Snake yeah. skin like. Knock more. <laughs> knockers the, more. The land of the big jugs. That's, uh, that's what it's called. So uh, you're so, so competitive. All, all yeah. women have soft skin. Yeah, but he has rode a lot of women and he is just saying that. He said their skin is softer. Softer, yeah. There you go. No, just not, take it on board. It doesn't mean they're better than you, Larita. It doesn't mean that we right. like them more than we love right. you. It just means just a different moisturiser. They've right. got softer skin. That's all. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. So in, in wow. China, unbelievable. In unbelievable China, Hector. Drinking, drinking tea is a Take special tradition. This, for, I have a fear of frogs now and I don't like looking at that thing with the eyes. So I went to this. So it's a wooden frog Hector has in front of us. This is, this is a... You have a fear of frogs? Yeah. I got, I got attacked by frogs when I was a child. What? Yeah. Um, another child actually attacked A frenzied attack by a load of banded frogs? He picked up a load of frogs and he brought, he was carrying them around in his hand and I was like, get them away from me, they're disgusting. And they were all like jumping and sticking their tongues. Do they stick tongues out, frogs? No, that's, they're lizards. No, but they're disgusting, big soft blobs of green. And he basically tortured me with frogs. It frightened Fuck. me so much that I have a fear of frogs and that thing is looking at me now. And how old were you when that happened? It was about eight. Did he fire the frogs at you? Yeah, and he put them on my hair and he put them on me everywhere. Oh, so I they're, fucking they're, hate they're the frogs. the traditional Irish frog, which is a slimy green amphibian Thankfully, type, they don't, you don't see them around no, anymore. No, they're around, but they, you, we have to mind the fucking frogs yeah. in the country. Well, not I don't have to mind them. So what's this thing here? This is a Chinese tea special frog. So in China, when we drink tea, because we're drinking tea here in the hen house, there's a special ritual you do. Uh, Chinese tea masters take their very, like they take their time when they make the tea. <sighs> like Tommy. They're, they're like Tommy. I'm bored. You're no, bored of this. No, no. So this, is there the tea inside him? So, Hector, get to the interesting bit. So this guy, so what you're seeing here. Is there tea inside him? This is, the, I brought him all. It's beautiful. The, I brought him all the way back He's, from Chengdu. Uh, and this, when we drink tea, we you rub, you see in his mouth, there's a coin. See the, the lucky coin in his mouth? Yeah. So when you take a slug of tea, you twist it once or twice and you make a wish. Because right. this lad sits in my kitchen and faces the kettle at all times. And when I make a cup of tea, I wet him with hot water at all times and say, oh, lucky frog. Oh, lucky frog. Jesus oh, lucky Christ. frog. And Are then you I sure twi- you're okay, Hector? And I twist the magic coin in his mouth, as you can hear it twisting there. So well, I'll take a picture of him. We for are going to take listeners. a slug, okay, a slug take of a tea, wish. and then yeah. you're going to give us a wish. Well, come I up with a wish. Come up with a wish, and this is a big tradition in China. Yes. When somebody's there, getting married, the bride, the groom has to go to the bride's house and drink tea with the man of the house and take care of the lucky frog. Okay. Okay. And in China, when you're drinking tea, they don't fill the cup; they only fill it halfway because the rest 
is filled with conversation, affection and love. Ooh, Ooh hello. This is, so now I Honestly, am, we're going to have to change the genre of this I, podcast from comedy to profound. Me, the genre. Yes, the genre. Here we go. I'm passing the lucky frog now to Tommy. Take him. Have you made a wish? I I I hate the pressure of making a wish. I make a wish every day. Okay. Take him in your hand, drink your tea and then Turn turn the thing over. Take a drink of tea, Tommy. Yeah. Drink the tea. It's an ugly now, looking lucky thing, isn't it? Frog, lucky frog. frog. Now. Do you have to keep lucky saying frog, lucky frog? Lucky frog. Lucky frog. Lucky frog. Make a wish, Tommy. You wish, and you, then you're going to tell the whole podcast world what you wish for. No. Okay. Okay, that's enough. Oh, that's a good. Okay. That's good. All right. Okay. Here we go. I tell you what I wish for. Yes. yes. I wish for the Meath Senior Ladies Football Team to abound with happiness and success for the next three years. Oh my word. Oh my, my word. word! That's that's putting pressure on me now. Putting that is. Go on, lucky frog. Drink, drink a drink a bit of tea. Mm. It's a tr- it's a lucky tea frog. I brought and I learned this from yeah. the tea master in Chengdu in the mountains of Chengdu in Western China. What do I have to say? Now you have to now, lucky frog. D- yeah, lucky, lucky frog. Now close your eyes and make a wish, and then you tell the world what your wish is. Lucky frog. Lucky frog. Yes. Rub the lucky frog. Oh, that's good. Just watch your ring hitting off the back of it there. You that's fine. That. No, no, that's fine now. And what am I supposed to have wished for? I wished <clears> for <throat> Mayo to win the All-Ireland men this next season. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hector, what, what was your wish? Oh, sure, I wish. Lucky frog, lucky frog, lucky frog. And to do the... Lucky frog. Do you have to say lucky frog? Lucky frog lucky <laughs> I don't think ours is going to come through. Frog, we didn't say it. It's a bit unusual, I have to say. How many times do you say lucky frog? Like, is there a... Is there a... Uh, the frog is getting bigger. <laughs> Just get a lucky frog. Lucky Jesus, frog. what are you wishing for? Lucky frog. My wish <clears throat> is for... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck's sake, drama. Come on. Nine minutes of daylight every day. Nine extra minutes I, of daylight. Sh- no, I, 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 I wish, I wish, I wish. Born a lucky star. <laughs> Would you like to meet Jimmy Savile or something? What is it? You want to meet? <laughs> Make it happen. Paul Dara. I wish I could see Eddie Mac naked. <laughs> I wish. On the back of, what was the horse's name? Kerry Gold. Kerry no, Gold. no, no, no. But no, no, no. Well, let's, let, let's think about the wish there for a second. I know, yeah. mine was rushed, let's, I have to say. Yeah, and, do you and, ever think that sometimes we wish? Do you know when you wish when you sometimes? Have to blow out your birthday what do you candles? fucking really wish for? What do we wish for? I just wish for a happiness. Wish. I just wish for everyone wish. to be happy. I wish. What do I wish for? I don't know. I wish to... for laughter. I wish for smiles. And I wish for fucking happiness. <coughs> Everywhere that we go, that we sprinkle it on the back of people's heads and that they laugh and smile and good things come out of the stories. So I was on the 46A bus coming out of town uh, and we were living in Glenageary, in Glengarra Park, me and Freddie. And I lost something that was very, very dear to me. And it's, and I'll never forget. On the bus? Touch, I, I left it on the bus. And over the years, I've always remembered that I left it on the bus. I've lo- I lost my original birth cert. Oh. How? What do you mean how? Just lost, it's gone. But you can, like, I lost wallets, I lost passports. The births, deaths, and marriages. And get yeah, but they, again. you can go I was, again. I, was, and get I that. remember being, being with a father who fucking lost a child one time. Like, I don't mean the child had moved right. on to another fucking realm. He went into town with three children and came back with two. <laughs> actually. Yeah, actually. And he, he got to the house, he lived across the road from me. 
And uh, I said, how are you, John? He says, American guy, how's it going? And he goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> he lost the child. He left one of the kids in turn. <laughs> and what happened then? He fucking ran back. He legged it back. And what happened was that the, the kid, he, he accidentally left the kid in the Air Square shopping centre and we were living in Foster <laughs> Court. Was the child? The child was about three. They're toddling. And uh, he ran back and the child was making its own way wow. home. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's amazing. Yep. I, we were on the 46A and I left my favourite. I had I bought a queue for £15 in the Piero Club, which was Ooh. beside O'Connell Bridge. There was a great snooker and pool hall there. Do you remember the Piero yes. Club? Yes. And I bought a queue for £15 and it was lovely and I loved it and I adored it and I brought it back to Navan and I had it with me in Dublin and I used to go to the Piero and we played down in the place what was the name of the place at the end of Dunleary on the right hand side there was a massive snooker place and I used to play live music McD- was it Mac something there was a snooker club in Dunleary uh, at the end of was Dun- it called after a fella's name no or was it a place wasn't the pyramid no no. no, the triangle. What the fuck? The Sphinx. No, there was a snooker uh, club in Don Leary yeah. the, on the right-hand side at the bottom, at the bottom of the main street. The tripod. Hot, was it Hot Pockets? <laughs> was it Hot Pockets? Shots. 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 No. Hot what shots. was it called? Uh, I don't know. No we, rest. We used to play there. What was it called? Jimbo's. The 46A, I got off in Monkstown. Freddie wanted to get some more cans. The dilapidated fanny. That was called. <laughs> <laughs> and I left my favourite snooker <gasps> queue on the 46A and it was gone and I'm running back up the road no. and every time I tried to get to a stop it was gone a mile ahead and then I just left it. I left it and I lost my favourite snooker queue that I was I was using and I was decent enough but I, it always it always sticks with me that I lost the queue to And did you never yes. try and see if you could get it back from Ah, sure, ring and but you, where would you ring bus air and say there was a queue left on the 46 yeah. That bus driver took that queue and he went he on. He gave it to Ken Doherty and, and Ken, Ken Doherty, Doherty won the 1997 World Snooker Challenge. Ken says that with he put a fiver queue. on it with it. He bought it, and it, was, it was sitting on the rack in Jason's but that was the queue. The Hector's queue. Yes. Hector could have been World Snooker Champion. Did you ever lose that? I know a girl who lost a like car. will to live. I lost the yes. I've already lost that. Did you ever lose it? Um, I I know a girl. We were out drinking in Boston one night, and she lost her car. That's a pretty big thing to lose, and she never found it again. <laughs> Fact. Not Santa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We, oh, how do you yeah. lose a car? Well, I'll tell thing. you. I'll tell you. How you lose a car because I used to be sponsored by Audi, right? And I left Audi one day in a brand new A5 Sportsback. Pisano Red and I went up to the spa and Do they do the notebooks? <laughs> sure, sure. Do they? I went up Audi Audi notebooks Audi I've never seen an old an Audi no, notebook hang on, hang A5 on. Oh. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> Should, should I explain all the jokes? And they've got A4s as well yeah, yeah you're right So it's a beautiful car brand new and it was like 151 brand new up to the centre, the, the spar in Ballybridge. Sponsored by Audi. And I never put the handbrake on the fucking thing and I went in to get a chicken roll and when I came out, the thing was broken. <laughs> <laughs> and I got back Is about 60 yards and the cage was in its own stop. I never got such a fright in all my fucking life. How'd like, you get There was a lot of people just looking at this car. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brand spanking new Audi A5 and there's a little flick button thing I didn't put it on it. <laughs> at, the, at the spa in Valley Bridge it goes down and then it just comes off to a camber just before Weren't the fucking lucky? road <laughs> well the shock when I came out and it wasn't in the place where I parked it it's the road there's a guy trying to get in in a van and I go the fuck happened there oh my god the fucking uh, the car the brand new car 
And that's the day. And I just hopped in to go, hey, Eliza, where are you getting out of here? That's the day the sponsorship ended. Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine she lost her car in Boston. We were out drinking all night. And this was at a time where people used to, in America, they used to drink drive. And she went to McDonald's and she went to the drive-thru. And that's the last you can remember of being in the drive-thru. The demon drink. And the car, we went round. What do you mean? She went to the drive-thru? She went to the drive-thru, but she can't remember getting the food or getting out of the drive-thru, but the car. Where Where did she wake up? She woke up at home. And the car wasn't there. The car. We went round every pound. The car wasn't in any pound, and she was illegal in America, so she didn't like. You know, it was all fucking insurance. She must have a fair drop on board. She didn't even know the car reg, so we were going round. Some old man. She was work painting his house, and he died, and he left her the car. So she had his car, but she didn't know the reg of it. She didn't have it that long, and we never ever found the car ever. Like, and she has no idea how she got home. No. Wow. And was she on her own? Uh, I think there was somebody else in the car as well, but they, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was, I don't know. They they went into the, they think they went in instead of actually going to the drive-thru, they think they went into the restaurant when they came out, the car has gone. They have you ever, ever have you always managed to find your way home? Have you always managed to find the door to the hotel or have you always managed to get home safe and sound? Because that is an, yeah. you know... You, that is an adventure to itself. But I've young lads 17, 16 now and they're going to go into this world of getting home safely. Isn't it amazing sometimes how in the name of God you've got home? You don't remember a whole lot of this I actually got, getting home but you actually got home. I remember in 1992 I spent the uh, winter working over in Barcelona on a building site. We were building the Olympic Village. And uh, I... Hashish never really fucking. I was never really a smoker. Uh, I always preferred drugs that got me excited and extroverted as opposed to calm and introverted. Anyway, uh, I bought fucking uh, hashish off a fella because I was. You know, you, what? It's hard fucking building site work like. It's twelve hour shifts, um, and a fella said to me, oh, "I'll get you some hashish." And I said, "Well, how?" He said, "You can eat it." Um, and. First time I got it, it was fucking licorice. I was I was rode sideways. Oh, so it was just licorice. It was just bullshit. Second time I got it, uh, he said, just, just take a little nibble out of it. So uh, this was hashish this time. Into the shower. And I, I took a bit. <clears throat> at the end of the shower, I felt nothing. This is fucking bullshit. So at the other side, I ate like where we 40 or 50 quid's worth of hash in just one go. And I went shopping. Shopping? And I remember being in a Spanish supermarket and all of a sudden... I could, it was like the music went underwater. Oh, fuck. And I just went, oh, fuck, okay. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. And I, sp- I started hallucinating. I went up to Rambles and I started hallucinating. And I started seeing Michael D and Maura Duran. <laughs> right? And I'd, I'd walk over towards Michael and I'd get, I thought, Michael. And I'd, but there's Maura. And I'd go over to her. And I have no idea. I was, I, the fellow who was sleeping underneath me in the bunk in the hostel said, all night, the bed was fucking vibrating like that with me on it. And I have no idea how I got fucking back to the place. Yeah. I, I was, it was like I was put into a fucking psychedelic washing machine. Was I had no idea left from right. Gone. That whole thing of when you take a step, you think you've taken 40. and You were tripping. I was fucking out of it. But no idea how I got back. How did you get... But that's isn't that the amazing thing that you got back to And you just bed? wake up the next morning and be fine, yeah? 
I, I couldn't go to work. Uh, and the man came back from work and said, are you all right? I says, yeah. I said, I, and he said, the bed all fucking night. I wonder what was going on. Like, were you just vibrating? Like, We were, the, the Semana Grande is the big fiesta in Bilbao. It's a week of madness. It's 24 hours with hundreds of thousands of people and fireworks and bands. And the Basques are, the Basques love partying. There's bars open till nine o'clock in the morning. They love the messing and, and getting off their faces and staying out late. They're mad northern Spanish, northern Basque. And uh, they drink this thing called Pitilingori and Calimocho. Calimocho is red wine and Coca-Cola. The other one is Pitilingori, which is orange and white wine. They've got all these. And they have five litre drums of it. We were out, myself, Freddie, Dipna. We were at the Semana Grande, three paddies in Ireland, in, in, in Bilbao. And we left at about five or six in the morning. We got the morning metro back out to where we were staying, about six miles out on the metro. Freddie fell asleep on one of the seats. And we were so out of it that we forgot Freddie. <laughs> And Freddie did about four journeys in and out to Bilbao till about 11. Like fucking Tom Cruise in collateral. <laughs> till 11 o'clock in the morning, Freddie went in and out on the metro fast asleep, right? We had to get home, so we got home. So when I got home at six o'clock in the morning, I got up then, as I do. I love going to bed and then bananas. So I have to go to the toilet about an hour into me, me sleep pattern. So I'm down in the toilet and then whatever happened, I don't know. But I got locked outside, completely naked, outside the apartment. It's not the first time on, that's happened On the to fifth you. floor of the apartment block in Calle Bide Barri in Algorta. So this is a, there's a family living beside us with Jose Maria and Maria Antonia <laughs> and the children. And then there's people going by to mass. And I... All I did, I knocked on the door, I bet the door, nothing, nothing, nobody would open the door. And I'm naked. So what I did was, I curled down on the little mat. In <laughs> like this, a cat. Like a cat. <laughs> and lay down and snuggled in and got, a, and, and went to And sleep. no clothes on you. And people stepping over me. And <laughs> no clothes on me. And all these people going to mass, Maria Jesus and everything, I'm fast asleep. And I just slept there till about 11. And then Freddie comes up. The, <laughs> <laughs> then Freddie came up the stairs. And he sees brother lying on a mat <laughs> like a fetus like, a fe- <laughs> like the American werewolf in London and the thing is worn off and I'm just and he goes well how are you and I went well how are you <laughs> and then we went Dibna Dibna and then she goes click click did you know the chains Spanish doors hola and you can hear the, the mask fucking thing going off and the, the bells going off in the distance and then she goes what in the fuck get in the two of you get in Oh man, how the fuck! Wow. I couldn't get back into the house. What are you supposed to do? But I never. And she was out of it. She, she was. was she was asleep. She was fast asleep in a bedroom, and I fucking curled up on the mat. Who saw me? Where? Who? Oh, Didn't man. put a blanket over oh, your. Poor thing. old Freddie fell asleep on the metro all the way out to Plenthia, which is uh, where John Ram. Do you know John Ram, the golfer? Oh yeah. yeah. He's from a little area called Barica, and then there's Plenthia, and Axel is from Algorta. Four stops in, and the metro goes all the way in and all the way out, and. Uh, Freddie went all the way to town about five times and oh man, then he found me on the fucking stairs. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's a, an, a campaign going on in Mayo at the minute in Mulrani to try and save... Where's Mulrani again? Mulrani, it's Mulrani's on the way to Newport. On the way to Newport. As you leave, just it's before beside Arca. the water. Did they, they, they have water sports and adventures in Mulrani? Mul- I don't know. But Mul- there's, a, there's a hotel there and it's just yeah, before you get to Ackill, Ackill Island. Yeah. On Wait, the right hand side. Newport, I'd say Mulrani, Ackill. If you're going to Ackill, you're You're, you're going to Mulrani. So there's the old Irish goat... And it's been in Ireland for like 5,000 years, but the, it's now in danger of being extinct because there's loads of new foreign goats been brought into Ireland and they've been crossbred with the old Irish goat and we're in danger of losing the goat, the old Irish goat. You know those ones, the big hairy yes. lads, the big hairy chins. The poocon. Is that, is that a word? Mm. No, that's yeah. a boat. Sorry. It's a, a, that's a, a pub. Not a goat. <laughs> it's a pub. Yeah. It's a pub but the poocon is a boat. It's a boat, not a goat. Not a goat. So it arrived in Ireland in 2000 BC and it is now very close to being gone. There's only 300 of them left in the country and there's a petition going on in Mulrani at the minute to try and save the old Irish goat. That's the breed. That's the name of the breed of the goat. And how do you save how do you save goats? You would You start breeding them with, with their each own type. Other, yeah. And they're now been bred because there's obviously a load of there's been a big influx of goats been brought into the country. What's, what's, what's where's the, what's the profit in goat? Meat. And goat, Expo- goat's milk, Tommy. Goat's milk or goat's cheese. Yeah, goat's cheese. <clears throat> yeah, but you don't have to kill them for that. I've been, I drive through Five Mile Town a good bit and every menu Where? you see, Five Where? Mile Town, is it in Enniskillen or is it outside Enniskillen? Five is it in, Mile is Town. Is Five Mile Town in, in is it in Fermanagh? You're, you're not thinking of Six Mile Bridge, are you? No, Five Mile Town. Or New Two Potters. It's either in Fermanagh or it's in Throne or five mile town. That's, our listeners will tell Sounds us. Sounds like it something is. on Netflix. But, but if you ever, if you're ever, if you're a uh, Winslet in five mile town. Yeah, yeah, if you like goat's cheese, every time you see a menu in any restaurant around Ireland, it's always five mile, five mile town goat's cheese. You wow. Know? But I, I've, oh yes, yeah, yeah. I've been driving through uh, five mile town a bit, and I've never once seen a fucking goat. Is there, it up near so. Black Lion? It's beyond us. Yeah. Beyond Black Lane. Yeah. Beyond Black Lane. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. So I, so so I think it might be Fermanagh. I'm not sure. I, uh, I'm not so sure. The people, but so the people I, in Mulrani are, are they are they are they actively big petition going on at the minute? Because I was driving to out to Mulrani it. a couple of years ago and I got stopped in Newport. It was March day. It was fair day in Newport. You know where they make the black pudding and the Kellys, isn't it? Yeah, Kellys. Yeah. So Newport is a windy. Don't you come in and you mm, have to turn left yeah. to go out that way. Yeah. But it was fair day and there were 
lads with trailers and chickens and, and calves and wolves and dogs and men in Wellington. Mammoths. And it was like fair day in Newport. Yeah. I got out of the car and I said to the I said to the missus, we're not going to the hotel just yet. We're going to stay here for a few hours and walk around with these people. Yeah, and Newport. it was just brilliant. They'd and they have in Foxford, they've got the goat fair every year. So yes. you, where you'd go and trade goats, buy goats, sell them. There's all loads of wild goats if you're going up to Castlebar through Pontoon and all that. They all come That's down from the mountain there. Wild country. But I, yeah, goats. I know but, a woman who was rode by a goat. Yes. Yep. She, the, the, the family had a pet goat at the back and she came home. It's a song, Paddy McGinty's Goat. What? It's a song. She got steamed, she was steamed. That's a song, Tommy. It's got Paddy McGinty's, McGinty's goat. goat. And she went out to say hello to the goat and she was steamed and the goat got her down on the ground and started... Pummeling her. Started grinding her and then uh, yeah. she, she started roaring and shouting, help, help, I've been rode by a goat. That's a song, is it? Paddy McGinty's Goat. All right, well that's a fact. The greatest man... It's a fact. That, that, that happened to, the greatest man I ever saw looked like a goat was a ram yeah. the greatest man I ever fucking saw it was late at night in Westport and we were just after a show and uh, it was actually it was later than that it was after the drinks that were after the show right so we were maybe coming out of Mammalize or something like that and we were walking down and we were about to cross one of the other bridges across the river and next thing this fucking car comes down and you could just sense that a king was being transported across the county. Mm. Just had that sense of, you know at night when you're on the motorway and you see these, they're like buildings coming towards you. Mm. Buildings pulling buildings. And you just know something epic is happening when huge bits of machinery are being transported at night. Yes. Mm. Like bits Lights of, flashing bits of fucking turbines or something yes. like that. And it's 300 foot long and it's in the back of a mm. flatbed truck that you wouldn't see in fucking Namibia just these and they can only travel at night at 8 miles an hour and you have the sense of when you're driving past it that something powerful and regal and magnificent is on the road with mm. you and that's the sense I had in Westport that night a car comes out some class of a jeep and in the back of it I swear to fuck Hector a tra- was it in a trailer? he was in a trailer <laughs> Yeah, but he was just—he was. He wouldn't have been more than four foot tall, but he was all man. He was uh, the most magnificent. Four uh, foot tall. What? A four foot tall ram. He's a, he was four foot tall. About four foot tall. Yeah. Big the, ram. Big. He was the most magnificent. He's awful big if he was. A big old ram. Big old male ram. It was. It was. The, I can understand. Was he looking out the back of it? I can understand why there are festivals to male animals around the country after seeing this fella. You would you you'd name a town after him. He was just that fucking magnificent, standing stoic in the back of this trailer, being transported from one farm to another. About to, he was like fucking King Solomon. Yeah. He was like Nebuchadnezzar. He was just one of these uh, legend. Had he a, was he looking out with the back of him? He was just standing there. Such he, yeah, they've great air about oh, them. Oh, had a horn. Had he had a horn? He had two two big horns in him. Oh, he had horns. He's yeah. broad. He was a broad-shouldered buck, and he was just like was he looking around. He was as masculine as he had reached the end of masculinity in that particular that particular. He wasn't interfered it. with in any way, shape, or form. He was just fucking had tremendous. horns and all. And was he? I could imagine him being brought through a town at half eleven at night, and it being. Uh, obligatory for all the boys and all the girls in the town to come and have a look at him as, he, as he's been driven through. You know, to, just to see maleness mm. in its... Like I, 
you know, uh, young girls love ponies. Okay, mm. that's not a follow on to Brenda goes to Brussels. That's, but <laughs> young girls love ponies, right? Yeah. And you sometimes wonder about an eight or nine year old girl, or maybe she's 11 or 12 and she's up in the stables. Mm. And there's a, 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 a book of a, of a stallion in for the day or something. And he gets, he gets the hard yard. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like the, the big, the, the three and a half foot long, tough, oh. tough Mickey. Yes. And I'd just be wondering at a young girl looking at that kind of going. Like, what does that do to her? When she sees that now, because she, she doesn't get that in primary school and that's not talked around at the dinner table. Yeah. Massive cocks. You know, that's even to call it a massive cock is to do it a disservice. Yes. You're talking about some sort of primal energy. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, what do these little girls think when they see that? Like, do any of the people working in the stable refer to it? Or do the girls just elbow one another? Come look at that! What is that? Do you know the way to That's get rid of it really quickly? Tap it with, on the top of the a pencil. Real, a tap, yeah. a real quick slap of it. Yes. Yeah, slapping. That's what you do, Lucy. Put you, it back in. If you have the horn at night and you need to go for piss, you just get the wife's toothbrush and you just whack it at the chest. And then it goes. And back, it just, it, it dies. You frighten it. it you dies. And it it's like a reflex. Go back to the it? ram. Go back to the but ram. But I'm just talking about that. Uh, that Did I ever tell you about our my blind ram that I had? We had a ram who got an infection in its eyes, and uh, now was it was it a working ram? Yeah, it was young ram. Yeah, okay. Was he a ram? The ram, the king of the rams. He wasn't the king of our field of rams. Like he was, he was he a young ram. Was he copulating? And uh, he got an infection in his eye, and his two eyes. He went blind in his two eyes. So every morning, I'd have to put ointment in his eyes and Stop. put it in in the evening as well, right? And because he was, he was a little bit obviously. Uh, Debilitated because he was blind, he wasn't as dangerous. So you could go in and frighten. You know, you'd get him before he'd see you coming, and you get him in a headlock. Headlock, and but, you'd put, but, a, put the cream in his. Otherwise, arm. would he have butted you? Ah, yeah, he would. Yeah, he was a big strong buck, right? So anyway, my father, no, 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 he's one. a big, big strong so, what, fella, but uh, young. Yeah, but if a, if, a, if a ram starts headbutting you, what do you do? Well, you get the fuck out and of you there. Get like. out of there. You're dangerous from the goal. Yeah, you bring a stick with you, like, and you you're try and. But you wouldn't want to be going in now. He was a, because we were handling him a bit because of the. Ointment, we, he was a bit more settled, yeah. but he would be kind of trying to hit you and stuff. Would you lay so, him up to the, for the for the for the for the lady rams? Would well, you at the minute now, the, he, he goes, goes, goes. No, goats, lady rams, lady goats, lady rams, hoggets, 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 hoggets. The lady boys of Bangkok, the fucking the lady rams of Bangararas. No Do you reckon there could be lady boy rams? So, uh, there could be. Uh, we had a gay, we had a gay bull once. Wouldn't go near the women at all. I had to get rid of them. Um, so we. So my father the went. The bull of mayo. My father was gone. Hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait! I want to tell you about the ram. Yeah, we will get to that. The gay bull. You of can't bring up a gay bull thing and just leave it. When was he into other bulls? Well, he wasn't around other bulls because he was supposed to be the only bull in the field. And you know, no interest in the. No. Was he the only gay bull in the village? Shooting blanks and no interest in women and wouldn't go near them and stop. Wow. Yeah, what gay, did? How did that? Bull. How did that materialise? Then did you sell sold him, off? him and said he was great? <laughs> Li- liary farmers <laughs> and uh, he's probably enjoying life Go back to this now, now. So, the, the so my father was gone to the mart awful load of sheep and he had obviously left the gate or something undone anyway I'm at home from school and the ram is out my mother says to me cheers the ram is gone the ram is gone so I is this the blind ram yeah the blind ram had broke out blind rams he was like bulls. David Carradine he was like, he, he, he'd had enough he was like David Carradine in Kung, Kung Fu. Fu he's just half blind and he's just wandering the road with <laughs> yeah, so the blind ram set off set off left the farm left the shed down the road me after gone him. 
and back the road I was running after him he went, eventually went into our neighbour's uh, gate <laughs> and he blind me in my pyjamas running after him running around the house and was he bumping into things as when he was running no he wasn't he wasn't too I suppose yeah. his ears were cocked out so you he, were in the pyjamas I was in the pyjamas running around after him round the house round outside my neighbour's house I, all they could see was me running around the house because obviously he was smaller so they couldn't see him and going past the window eventually I got him in a headlock that I was used to holding him in yeah, and I had to drag him by the ear Class. in a headlock me in my pyjamas walking back the road and him trying to hit me That's and brilliant. pulling him and pulling him and pulling him and I had like it was so fucking hard because obviously he was yeah, trying strong. to resist me the whole time and trying to hit me but obviously because I had him in a headlock yeah, yeah. Pull, trying to hold him by the ear which I suppose was driving him even more mad and eventually got him back but we restored his eyesight and uh, he saw again he saw again and how much would you charge for a squirt Ah, he w- he wasn't a pedigree or anything. He wasn't like a, he was just servicing he was just the servicing, local hobbits. He was just servicing our our Suffolk's and and even though was, he's blinded, was he a good boy to go? Oh yeah, he was. He, Once he got him close to it, would he sniff it and hop put up the, the rattle back? up on him and off the he rattle. goes. Rattle, that? yeah. that's the halter you put in the back of the, the with, with the marker hobbit. on it. You put a rattle on a hogget. No, you don't put the rattle on the hogget. You put the rattle on the ram. It's like a it's like a brace you, you put on him. Okay, beside his Mickey. You put a big piece of crayon, basically, in a big bar, like a bar of soap. Yeah. So, so stick it up in into the into the pad that it holds on to the brace, <laughs> which you put around his ass, and then once he mounts onto the sheep, she's marked. She's marked. So, so you then kn- you know which ram, which ram is which. And then up he goes. Why why do you need to know that? She might have a few different rams in the farm, like. And why why do you need to know which ram is rolled which yo? Because you wouldn't want their children riding each other. Why do do goats get uh, uh, sheep? Well, you don't want to be breeding them with the same Why not? Is, father, it, like. is there incest in sheep? Well, it's just... The bloodlines. You just want to keep want the bloodlines clean. Keep it, keep it different, you know? You want to know who owns who. If you're selling them in 20 years' time or in 10 years or 5 years' time or whatever, they might be a good yore, they might be a good ram. Yeah. Yeah. Rattle talk. How much would um, a... But, how, how but how, you know that uh, goats are massive here in Ireland, obviously, and we've yes. loads of goats and they're as, you know, as popular as sheep, probably. But I know... A, they're uh, not as popular as sheep. Goats would be wild ah. goats. Uh, well, maybe not. When you say popular now, do you mean like... There'd be a lot of them like. And so I have a friend who's... Uh, well, I don't have a friend, but I know a fella who is... Uh, I think you've lots of friends. A butcher. A butcher. He's a butcher. And he exports massive amounts of, of uh, goat to Spain. And yes. It's, it's a big meat in, in Spain. Goat. So the, uh, the motto of this whole ram story is that the wild ram of Mayo needs to be celebrated... And not gone extinct. And I am going to back that venture. Yes. I'm going to back that venture like a dragon in Dragon's Den. Find out more what they need from us. And I will back the wild mayo goats you know to the I, hilt. Do you know what I absolutely love? When you're at, like, say, a show or, like, the Bunny Cullinan agri- show. We need to go to an agricultural yeah, show did. this summer. Well, what I love spend is... spend the day drinking tea When it. there's, like, a, you know, a beautiful Texel ram in a, oh, in, a, in a pin. Or Can I buy a bull? Yes, Tommy. Yeah. Yes. Um, you you can, can buy a lovely one, two year old. you keep them? Out here, the price in the shed. The back of the hen house. Yeah. So, mm. you know what I love? When when farmers go over and or if they're judging the competition of the, the, the prize ram, they go over and they squeeze their balls. I wonder what... The sheep's balls? 
the, the, the rams. Oh, the rams the hold, don't have balls. Hold the package. They yeah. go up and they squeeze them. I wonder what is it that they Just get from... Just to see if it's a good package. But how would they good... know, like, if they've a good... Ah, men actually... know, men know. Would you? Ah, yeah. If you went over to another fella and gave him a good squeeze, nah, you'd, you'd know it. No, straight away. Would you know what age he is? We're looking for droopy ball. One sack, one droopy ball. Because we won't spit at the sack below. What they're looking for a good uptake on the ball, Satchel. Some fellas have awful pendulous scrotes. Oh, yuck. Pendulous, like the Notre Dame, like the fucking Angelus Wong. thing banging, banging off their nose. There could be, there could be a droopy ball. You could have one ball here and one ball a foot below it. Yeah, and That's would you know? Good. Would you know oh. from ball size and all that? They want a like, good, like you say, the rat. They know from touching or, or doing that to a ram if he's fertile. No, or if they're he's... just letting the ram know who's in charge. Ah, is that it? Yeah, they're inappropriately groping him. I'm always looking for ways to reinvent my sex life. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get get that bit of crayon and a rattle. <laughs> and we'll I, get you one on a farm. And, I, and I'll climb up in the back of the And a glass of white wine on a Thursday night about 10 o'clock. You just have to be sitting around your, 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 your belly. She'll have a big blue bark on the, on the back of her, on Jeez. the small of her back. <laughs> and she'll be walking around the town. Oh, oh. that's Tommy Taylor's wife, you know me. <laughs> Blue or green or uh, yellow? No, no, you put a label. A label. A label. A label label maker. Instead of the blue mark, you have the blue nun label. Label. I'd love to be branded. Would you? I'd love to be branded. Where? Jägermeister branded in the back of me back. I'd love to get a big scar on the side of my face. (laughs) Like a good tattoo parlour that just fucking slice me. Slice me face with a fucking Stanley knife. Stop it. Put the rattle on. Put oh, the rattle right. on the ram. I'd like to get branded. Would you There's wear? a song there, isn't there? Put the rattle on the ram, um, says the wife. To Derek <laughs> Ryan presents. <laughs> Derek M- Ryan. Music on the farm. What? Oh, that's classic. No, we have you to. You are branded. B- b- wedding ring, is it? No, you've got tattoos. Yeah, but not, I want uh, branding as in a, uh, like a, like the, the like. Do you love the, hate. No, no, no branding a, like they were. Branding they, like a packet of scampi like bacon fries. Like you're in a blacksmith. Oh yeah, brand them with the TT, Tommy Tiernan. Just up here in the top, here, between your two eyes. Yeah. So if we go to an agricultural this summer, this when the weather improves. Do you know what I'd Ballon like? Robe is a great agricultural show. Headford, never, Headford is a great I used to be the MC at the Bunny Conlon show. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, you're going to have to. I can't to re- take the name of that town seriously. <laughs> Bunny Conlon. Like, I, I'm going to take you, you to Bunny Conlon. You were the Conlon. MC, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Bunny Conlon. You can't have a town called Bunny Conlon. What would you say? It's like having a town called Mark Foley. Bunny Conlon is a name of a man, not a town. B-O-N-N-I, C-O-N-L. Bunny Conlon. Bunny Conlon. Ladies and gentlemen. I'd be welcome. I'd be just the announcer at the show for the whole day. What do you announce? There's a pony competition taking place up in the top field now and it's for 12 twos if all 12 two pony owners can take their ponies up to the back field now. And then you'd be like, over in the main arena now, there's a sheep shearing competition going on here or there's sh- sh- sheep Sheriff throwing, what do you call that? Sheep throwing or sheep throwing? Uh, no, not sheep. <laughs> sheep throwing. Sheriff tossing the cable like the Scots. We toss, they, the, they toss, the, the, toss the yo over a pole. You take it. You get like a fork, a hay fork, and you're oh, throwing yeah. the sheep. Yeah. Sheep throwing, I think. Sheep it's throwing, called. yeah. And then you'd have sheep shearing. You'd have the bunny, ba- bunny baby competition. Class. You'd have the 
the vegetable patch, who's the yes. biggest cucumbers. Brilliant. Um, you'd and you'd be on the mic for the whole day. The whole day. And then you'd be over in the duck section or the bird section. <laughs> and there'd be like, there's a pigeon competition. Uh, sounds like a logistical nightmare. And then down at the gate. <laughs> it was a logistical down nightmare. At the, down at the gate, there'd all be the illegal trade of puppies. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then and you'd have. All illegal. And then you'd be like, over on the Ballina transport stand now on the truck, uh, Derek Ryan is playing from He's two to four. hard doing from us this year. <laughs> from two to four and then there'll be a show dance later on in the Bonnie and Conlon you know Community Centre. If you're on an agricultural you have to use one word in Ireland when you're at, a, at a fair and you're on the microphone. Welcome everybody to the inaugural. <laughs> well it's not the inaugural. Inaugural, I love that word. It's inaugural, just a... it's fucking used. Even though it's the 50th time it's been on. Welcome to the annual inaugural summer fair. Yeah, and it was just so much. The Bonnie Conlon show was unbelievable. Oh, we have to go there. We'll have to go. And you buy a little bull. I'd, I, I'm a little and bull. Have him in the kitchen. I am I'll just, sell you a bull. I have a bull. My brother has a good bull. He could. I, he could I, just, sell I just. I haven't. I've rarely come across such Limousine. magnificent representations of masculinity as a. You bull. like rams and bulls, Tommy. I just I like a bull. So, so, so tremendous. So tremendously male. And they're big arses and the oh, bigger. They're just the, sh- the size of them. boys. Bulky like, boys. They don't care what they eat. They're not worried about the gym. They're and they don't panic. Bull. bull never panics. He just turns his head <laughs> and looks at you going, you yeah, fool. You are you a fool. Look at you with your fucking school bag and I your will, mortgage. If I you will come kill in, you now. If, if you come into this field, I will bait you senseless. Yeah. And there's so some, leave me be. Do you like me. the boys with the with rings in their noses? Like, oh, watch yeah. me, watch me. See, see that field there? There's eight women in that field. And over the next week, <laughs> I'm going to ride them out. And not and one no, of them, not one, if, if they complain... Or nag, I'll, it makes no difference to me because I'll be gone to another field next week. <laughs> and if somebody tries to stop me, yeah, don't try to, I'll kill you. Simple. See that sign? Beware the bull. That's now me. Fuck off. No, fuck off. <laughs> you man, you useless man. Yeah, is, it no. your, is, it, is it your wedding anniversary? Go on, scuttle back to the wife, get a bunch of flowers. I'm writing all eight of these women now. <laughs> I won't phone them. I'm not going to keep in touch. Don't even know their names. Don't even know their fucking names. I won't even tell them when I'm going to write them. It is up. It's happening. Accept it. I get transplanted around the country in a truck. I'm a legend. I'm a fucking legend. Don't be talking to me. I remember one time I was above in League Slip. I wrote 24 hours in about a day and a half. Nearly broke me back. Nearly broke theirs, I'd say. And you see that little lad over there? That's my son. I said, I don't talk to him. <laughs> He's doing what I want to do. Yeah. I'd love one of them in the sitting room. Oh, keep on yeah. sitting in and I'll sit beside Big him. Big black white-haired bullet in the sitting room. In the sitting room. And then the wife will come in. Watching the snooker. The wife will come in. And you just bring him round in a cage. No. And the ball is the controls. <laughs> With his hoof. He's like, four, one, five. At the one at the races, Tommy. The wife will come in and she's about to ask me to do something. And the bull will just look at her. <laughs> Don't open your mouth. Leave him be. Leave him be. We're the men. And then, and, then, and then you say you have to go collect the kids and go down to the supervisor you go no. we'll go down no no, you won't you say come on we'll go into the car we'll go for a drive no we won't he'd be sitting on the couch and then he'd, Eating grass. he'd just get up there he'd, he'd, he'd walk into the kitchen and he'd have a massive shit in the hall a big shit in the hall and he wouldn't give a fuck just fucking and then you say to him what are you doing so we'll go for a car break 
Oh, like a ball. It's just, I guess, it's uh, uncompromised masculinity. Oh yeah, it certainly is. Do you know what I mean? Um, well, for anim- animals, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a so undisturbed. Do you, do you? Do you? You get a buzz out looking at bulls as well, though, don't you? I wouldn't get the same buzz that you'd get. Oh really? And looking at a bull. So, so what would be your favourite? Some of them look so vulgar because they're so muscly and shay. They're so, so the ones that are brought to the show. The and ones they're, that are, they're almost like pets. What did you just fucking say? <laughs> they get shaved. And the stuff. ones at the shows are like pets. They walk around and they're all dolled up. They're smelling. They basically old, shave the hair off their arse. Really tight. So yeah, they're washed. See, and they smell. You and can put, see their did I give, muscles. I did give you permission to open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Would you be a show bull or would you just be a wild bull in the field? I'd be whatever the fucking bull I wanted to be. Don't fucking... Why are you looking at me? Why are you fucking looking at me? I'm going to fucking wander over there now. You'll be, you'll be looking the other way fairly rapid. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. And Lacuna J will see you this time next week. Bye-bye. One more thing, we wanted to give you a taste of what to expect if you sign up for our members-only episode on a Monday. Exclusive and ad-free. Find out all the details on thlpod.com forward slash members only. Carol's past tramps.ie. Good morning. Oh, back to the same phone number that's coming out of a flat in fucking Ballymount near the M50. Tommy. 600 different sites. Back to a main site. Yeah, good morning. Can I help you? Yes, I'm in Tumacurry and I want to have Chandy. The switchboard's just lighting up. Yes, we'll have somebody. I want to have Chandy, but I'm not getting out of the van. <laughs> that's, yes, we can, we can do that. We can do that. Yes. <laughs> just open the door. Oh, the window, the window, that's all. I, I don't want to see your face. <laughs> okay. Could you come in through the back door there, please? I want the hand coming in the window. <laughs> just open and the door. Could you imagine a load of lads who are after doing a plastering job, oh. scudding a the wall, and they open a the door and a hand comes in outside centre. <laughs> a quick little, thank you, tenor. That's the best tenor I ever fought. I'm empty now. I'm ready to go plastering. <laughs> I'd say there's loads of lads that need Could that when they're plastering, yeah. That had a quick little hand shandy. Now that's the way to go. We hope you enjoyed that taste of our members-only episode. To find out more, head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.